Family, welcome to speak. I'm Emmanuel Lacho, official first time here. Glad to have you stay for a while. That is NFL insider Dave Hellman. He's brilliant. That's Joy Taylor, the one and only. She's brilliant. And this is what's on the Don't touch me. Hey, are you mad? How you doing, guys? How you doing? Shady's mad because I said he was an average college player, but an incredible NFL player. We'll talk about that later. What we have to talk about right now is the Philadelphia Eagles. Talking my boys. Now, Shady, to his credit, is the all-time leading rusher for these Philadelphia Eagles we are talking about. They are a perfect 8-0, but only two of their wins have been against teams that currently have a winning record. An anonymous NFL executive says he could see Philly being one and done in the playoffs, adding, quote, they haven't had to go 15 rounds with anybody yet. Shady, since you are, in fact, one of the greatest Philadelphia Eagles of all time, I will come to you first. I can't stand you, 2-5. Uh, do you agree with this NFL executive's assessment of the Eagles? I disagree. Wait, was it you? Did you write this? Did you be anonymous in that? I put my name on it, okay? I'm not anonymous. <laughs> I'm right uh, here. My, I'm wait, right so here. My thing is, like, like, 15 rounds. First of all, like, that's like when Ali fought, I guess. Anyway, yeah. so the guy must be old. Number two, <laughs> like, what does that mean? I guess we're not, we're not battle-tested? Is that what you're trying to say? Yes. Well, listen, I'll say this. I watched the Chiefs lose to the Coats. right? They lost that game. Yes, sir. Right? No, the Chiefs lost that game. Mm -hmm. Okay? I watched the Jets beat the Bills. Yes, sir. I feel like the Bills lost that game. Yep. See, one thing about the Philadelphia Eagles, I don't know about battle-tested, but we are within ourselves. When I say that, I mean we don't beat ourselves. We don't beat ourselves. Good football teams don't do that. So I don't know if I, we have to, like, lose a game or we're going to start the game, like, I don't know, down 21 or something like that and then fight all the way back to win a game to make us battle-tested. But I just feel like when I watch this team, we are the type of team that's disciplined. We don't make mistakes. You don't see a lot of penalties. You don't see a lot of dumb football plays. We don't do that. We play great football together, and I don't want to argue with who the guy is because I don't know who he is. He, she, I don't know who it may be. I just know this. When they watch Philadelphia Eagles, we are the most balanced team in football. Mm. I like, haters are going to hate. They so. are going to hate. Um, and let me be a tell. And he a scare hater. <laughs> put your name on it, brother. If I put my name on the Eagles against anybody. Are you done? I'm done now. Thank you. <laughs> um, two things can be true. Two five. Two things can be true. The Eagles do not beat themselves. And I will not fault the Philadelphia Eagles that they haven't appeared to be battle tested because they beat everybody by double digits. That is not where I find uh, agreement with the anonymous exec. Where yeah. I find agreement is this. The Eagles haven't seen... It's those teams that I anticipate you will have to see to win a Super Bowl. Okay. Like Jalen Hurts said, it's not about being 8-0. He said he's been 8-0 in college and he lost a national championship. Right. I feel you. I was 13-0 in college and lost a national championship. So I get that regular season things ah. do that, not matter. That to? Lost it? it to Alabama. Oh, Bama. Oh. Uh, no. So I get that that does not matter. Here's what matters to me. Who have you faced? Because facing somebody in a regular season gets you prepared to see him later in life. Guarding... Marshawn Lynch does not prepare me to guard LaShawn McCoy. Okay. Guarding Darren Sproles prepares me to guard LaShawn McCoy. Right. Tackling LaShawn McCoy does not prepare me to tackle Marshawn Lynch. Right. Tackling Adrian Peterson prepares me to tackle Marshawn Lynch. Okay. There are things and people and players that you can face over the course of a regular season that will prepare you to face them later on in the season. I understand there are different philosophical uh, beliefs. Me and Torrey Smith, Eagles Super Bowl championship wide receiver, okay. he doesn't believe that you can be battle-tested. I do believe you can be battle-tested. Joy Taylor, what do you believe? Do I agree with this assessment? Yeah, do you no, agree? No, I, I don't agree with this assessment. Just Week one, girl. okay, I'll give you a pass in the NFL. It's a lot of weird stuff. Maybe you have young players. You're trying to figure out your new scheme. A little clunky. Well, the second best team in the NFC is the Minnesota Vikings. Really the Philadelphia good. Eagles played in week two and did what? Blow them out. That's kind. Bully them. That's kind. That's yeah. very nice. That, you know what, Shady's in a good mood. That some, was kind of some you. Some guys are in jail. That was kind of you. <laughs> Because I have some other words to describe what happened in that game that are not so sweet. So we'll leave it at that. They lost badly in week two. Who do the Eagles actually have to play for people to take us seriously? Like, really give me the teams. Because the Vikings would be the other team in the NFC, right, that you would say they need to play. Is this rhetorical or not? No, no, no this is teams. a real question. Who? San Francisco 49ers. San Francisco's a 500 team. They are, but your record doesn't dictate how talented you are. Oh, does it? Okay, okay. So if you win games, Wait. you're not good. If you lose games, with talent, you are good. If you lose games with talent, you're good. Saying, record, record to me doesn't dictate I'm how talented you, Acho. you are. Keep going. Keep going, If the Chiefs played the Eagles, you think they would dominate us? No, like not, they at dominate not at all. The, the 49ers? I, to, to your point, to Joy's point, I give the, the Eagles Joy, Joy, I, I reclaim my like, time. I reclaim my time. San Francisco's a 500 football team. Very talented, but they played in the same league that the Eagles are playing in, and they have lost the same amount of games as they have. Have won. 
That's right. So while I do think that would be a nice win for the Eagles, is it? Because they're not as good in the division as the Vikings are, and the Vikings got smacked by the Eagles yeah. in week two. So who, who do they have to play outside the Niners? We'll throw the Niners in there for cute. We'll throw right. the Niners in there, right? All right, so they, they haven't beaten the Niners, who have four other teams in, in the NFL have beaten, but that's fine. They beat the Vikings, so they have to beat the Bills and the Chiefs. Well, they'll see them in the Super Bowl, right. so we don't have to worry about them. And a whole so other division. Who, who else? Let's throw another. Cowboys with Dak Prescott. They're playing ca- the Cowboys, so we'll find out. Okay, New York right. Giants. And the New York Giants twice. Okay. I agree. That's, those, are, those are the teams I have on, circled on the schedule that would be wins that would be convincing for whoever needs to be convinced. Right. There's not that many great teams in the NFL to, to, to put this battle-tested theory to the test. They beat the Vikings badly in week two. The Niners are the other team in the NFC that you might throw out there, and they're a 500 football team. So you're really giving a lot of grace to the Niners in this space. You're giving more grace to the Niners than you are to the undefeated Eagles. That's, That's bad math to me. I'm not great what at math. I can admit I'm not great at math. Me neither. But that is a lot of losses to a team that has no losses to say you got to prove yourself in that game. Right. To me. That sounds crazy. To me too. Yeah, but again, I think it goes back to the idea of standing the test of time. And the Niners, look, the Niners have some baffling losses on their schedule. Not to make this a Niners segment, but the Niners... <laughs> have made runs into the postseason. The Niners have proven that they can be a team that's there at the end of the year. They were that team last year. They were that team a couple years ago. We know that their talent goes pound for pound with just about any roster in the league, including the Eagles. My thing is, look, here you go. When you talk about battle-tested, and I I say this every time we talk about the Eagles. Every time we talk about the Eagles, I say this. There's nothing they can do about it. It's not their fault that this is the schedule that's in front of them. But, But look at this. The Chiefs have played three teams that are leading their division right now. The Bills have played three teams that are leading their division, and that doesn't include the Dolphins, who we all think are on the short list, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's pretty good. The Eagles have played five of their eight games against teams that are in last place right now, and they're going to do it again on Monday night. They're going to play the Commanders again, who are in last place. What, what does that say? Yeah, part of the five reason of last, eight. Part, five part of eight. Part of the reason they're in last place is because the Eagles already beat them. The Eagles also... Here, here, here's what I know about the Philadelphia Eagles. They are hell in the second quarter. Oh, my God. Nobody's better. They were up 24-7 against the Vikings at halftime. What you. happened after that? Nothing. Nothing. Nobody scored the rest. Jalen Hurts, after the game, said, we left a lot of money on the table tonight. What happened against Dallas? They were up, what, 20-3 at halftime? They wind up win- winning that game 26-17. They let the Cooper Rush Cowboys rally. Jalen Hurts says, we left a lot of money on the table tonight. Said it both times. What happened? Again, we might not know the answer to this until the playoffs, but what happens when it's a better team? All I'm saying is we don't know the answers to those questions yet. It is a fair critique. I don't care right. what you say. Your, jack, your hater jacket is nice today. <laughs> Very nice. Let, let me say this. So battle-tested. That's the word, mm-hmm. right? Battle-tested. Okay. <clears throat> so in football, there's battle-tested moments. Of course. Can I use that? Yeah. Okay, so against the Cardinals, right? They're not doing well, but they make spurts. They do some good plays, some bad plays. Well, we played them. We had to put them away, right? Now, we watched teams like the Ravens could be undefeated if they learn how to put people away. Battle-tested moments. Mm-hmm. Philadelphia had the moments. Correct. Right? What we do, we put them away. You need that. There's certain games where, uh, like, you get up by points. You get up, you get up. Okay, Cowboys, they came back. They had a, they had a bad first half, second half. They had a better second half. Yep. Philadelphia, what do we have to do? We had to put them away. Keep your foot on her neck. Close mm-hmm. the game out. That's one of the things in the NFL that people struggle to do, especially teams. It's like we can be up. It's four quarters. You do good for one quarter, two quarters, three quarters. Yep. That's the fourth quarter. And one thing that Philadelphia does best than anybody else in the NFL, we put teams away because we're battle-tested in moments. I'm not disagreeing with that. You I can't disagree with that. that. That's facts. Oh, those were two didn't, nice. that sound, didn't that sound good, America? That sounded great. Those that sounded great. Those were two nice moments. But here's but my thing, do. Shady. You know this better than okay. anybody okay. is. You can train for situations. You do that in practice. Yeah. We do two-minute drill every practice. Mm-hmm. We do a nine-on-seven every practice. That's, right. that's training for the run. Okay. We do a seven-on-seven every practice. That's training for, for the, the pass. pass. Okay. You can do last-minute drills. That's training for literally the last minute. So you can train for situations in practice. 
What I don't think you can train for in practice, unless you are literally doing good on good, is training to go against a team that has an uber-elite quarterback. Training to go against a team that has weapons out there at the outside. Now, Joy's point that she's making, which I also agree with, there aren't that many people that can test you. But I do not think that undermines the point that the executive is making, that Dave is making, or that I am making, that eventually you will get tested. There might not be a lot of people that can test you, but eventually you will get tested. Dave brings up the point. Dolphins, Bills, in my mind, uh, obviously the Chiefs. In my mind, the Niners. I believe the Cowboys with Dak Prescott. I believe the Giants. Those are all teams I would want to see and consider a test. I would throw the Vikings in there. Again, I don't believe the Vikings are a legitimate playoff they contender, one, though, Super we, Bowl contender. We got to respect them. They, if we beat a 7-1 team, like, that's, come on, that's hard to do. How many, how many teams is like, what is it? The, the Bills have two losses. Yeah, it's the, really the Vikings. The Vikings have the second best record in football. Yeah. That don't count. It no. does, but Shady, you know, I, I just refuse so wait, to sit wait, so here and wait. let you tell who's me that it so, does. So, out of the top teams, who's battle tested? The Chiefs and the Bills and the Dolphins Chiefs, Bills, and, and the, the Ravens. Ravens. And I'll throw the so, Ravens in. Ravens okay, so real quick, so I, I think that like the, the divisional games do they count? That's the hardest games to play. The divisional games are the hardest teams to play against. They see you see them twice a year. Shady, that doesn't I'm making them, that up. That doesn't make them good. That, that wait, just, oh wait, oh wait, am I making that up? I, I believe you were high, I believe you're exaggerating the okay, point. So now theory, the divisional in, games are not that hard. In theory, you're right, but I believe you're exaggerating. Wait, here's, the what, point. here's what bothers me about this conversation. Okay. We've seen teams go on impressive runs before, right? right? Steelers went 11 and 0. Mm-hmm. What was it? 2020. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yep, yep. And then bounced. got bounced in the first in the first round. Right. Uh, right. Let's see, uh, Cam Newton, right? With the Which with year? the Panthers had a, had a great year. Oh, they yeah. yeah. the Super Bowl. Uh, the Patriots, yeah. Patriots obviously had an undefeated season. Went yep. to the Super Bowl. All right, so those teams that went on those incredible runs, the Patriots and the Panthers, I wouldn't consider those to be failures. They made it to the Super Bowl. Correct. So losing in the Super Bowl is acceptable to me. You didn't reach your goal, yep. but can't say they were whack. Like, right. they made it to the Super Bowl. Right. Mm-hmm. The Steelers are a great example because they did go on this incredible run and then got smacked by Baker Mayfield, who's barely a starter, who actually isn't a not starter, a starter is not a starter, with the Cleveland Browns. Mm-hmm. Do, when you look at that Steelers team, does, is that what the Philadelphia Eagles look like to me? They lost and like five I, in a row. We won't do that. That year they lost like four or five. No, they in a row. ended the they ended the season back. Right. Yeah, we won't, we're not going to do that. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying when you look at that team, the way it's constructed, the way the Eagles are constructed, the way that they finish games out, the way that they can win over the top, the way that they can win with long dr- Huh? Was that a wince? They can't, they, can't go, they can't go over the top of A.J. Brown? No, no, no. It, it was a wince at your earlier question. It was a wince at your earlier question. I believe that these Philadelphia Eagles are a really good team. But I believe these Eagles are more nearly related to those Steelers teams than they are oh, related well, to the Patriots no, team. What? No. You, wait, you think that team was better than the Eagles team right now? No, 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 no. I said more nearly related. I am specific with every word that I use. <laughs> the Patriots team, I talked about it. They have six Hall of Famers on it. That undefeated Patriots team, six. If you want to go Gronk, if you want to count your boy Asante Samuel, not Gronk, if you want to count uh, Randy Moss, Tom Brady, Asante Samuel, Vince Wilfork, the late Junior Seau, and Richard Seymour. Like, I do not think this Eagles team if they go undefeated, is that Patriots team. I think the Eagles team is good. You're saying that that because of the the, the players. Correct. That's what I'm saying. I just, like... Overall, we have a solid team together. I, I have a can Mr. I, Hellman? Do I have permission to make Shady jacket, mad? Yes. Make, I want to yes, make Shady may. mad. I think a perfect comparison is the 2016 Dallas Cowboys. That was a complete nice. roster with a young quarterback who had help. They could go over the top. They ran the ball phenomenally. Ooh, the, the, they got to the playoffs after going 13 and three. They started 11 and one. They went up against a hot Packers team with an amazing quarterback. They went over in the playoffs. But this is my question because we keep it, we keep ducking this. Who until the Super Bowl are the Eagles going to face that would put the fear that that Packers team to be would honest put with you, you? We I don't think we know the answer to that question right now. No, I think then we do. We, we know all the quarterbacks. I, I think the Niners. I think the the Cowboys. Those are the only two teams. Those are the only two teams. The Niners. They remember? play the Cowboys. They play the Cowboys so again. So if we beat them, it's, it's all love. Then if we beat them, we gonna get all the love. Yes. Our if bet. We beat the Dallas Cowboys. Put that in my notes. <laughs> yeah. Put that in your notes. So we hater will, one, hater two. <laughs> we will revisit this again. Do not let him change your mind thinking you're haters. Cowboys December. We're truth tellers. Christmas Eve, baby. Coming up, Aaron Rodgers and the Packers have seen better days. Now the reigning MVP is calling out his critics. Come on, a Rod. We got to tell you how big an issue we have with that. Next on Speak. It's in the notes. Christmas Eve. Cowboys and Eagles. If we win, I think we got to go. I won't hear nothing else to say. 
Moving to the NFL, Packers coming off a loss to the lowly Lions, and they've now lost five straight games. Aaron Rodgers, he struggled, all right? He threw three picks, two in the red zone. He has been called out by critics, and he has heard the shade. Aaron Rodgers said, quote, I've thrown touchdown passes many times. I don't give a bleep what any of those experts on TV have to say. Close quote. Now, look. I don't think he was talking to me. He might have been talking to you, Jordan Taylor, but he wasn't talking to me. Hey, hope sure he, was I hope he was talking to me. I, hope he was talking to me. <laughs> I, mean, I don't know who he was talking to. Joy, I'm talking to you, though. Do you have an issue with Aaron Rodgers calling out his critics? <sighs> he is the accountability god, huh? God. God. Look, he's that person that posts all their business on social media and then is like, why are y'all in my business? Right. Because you invited us here. Just we know everything about your little life. That's why they're talking about you. Right. I, uh, all these experts on TV, you on TV. That you part. do a show every week. Every week. Who's, who's experts? It's you. It's you. What are you talking about? It's exhausting, honestly. Keep, it's keeping up with Aaron. <laughs> We're talking about the, uh, Col- the Col- Kardashians. We could do a whole reality lineup. <laughs> Aaron's that guy that's like, listen, I found this $17 milkshake at Erwan. It's really cleansing. I charged my, my crystals in the moon. I'm really, he really needs some Reiki, get the chakras right. Ayahuasca I, I, milkshake. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I just, I, I don't know who Aaron is. What do you mean you don't care about what the critics say? I do an opinion show. I'm not so ridiculous to think that other people don't have opinions about what I have to say. Now, my opinion's right, but everyone's entitled to their own opinion right, about it. Right, right. And if you don't want people talking about what it is you're doing, why are you talking about what you're doing? Mm. What's the message here? And it always circles back to the same thing with me with Aaron. You're playing that. It's not, it's always everyone else's fault. Now it's our fault. Okay. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I don't even know where I'm supposed to go with this. What are you saying? Experts on TV? There's no other experts, no one else? Maybe I'm not an expert, right? I've never thrown a, a football in a, on, a, on a field. So maybe I'm not an expert. There's no one on TV that can be critical of Aaron Rodgers and they're right? Too far? We all got eyeballs, so there's that. Listen, I'm, I'm the expert he's talking about. It's me. <laughs> right? I, I'm coming at you. First of all, it was all love. It was all cool. When you take a shot at the, at the young rookies. Oh, right. man. You know, if they can't catch the ball or, or run the right routes, they can't be playing. They shouldn't be playing. This and the third. That's cool in the media. But when now when the world can see you throwing picks. Mm. See, when you're throwing picks, you can't blame everybody else. Right? One little drop pass. Oh, it was his fault. You know, a lot of the viewers, they might not know the football like we all know, but they see, oh, he dropped the pass. It got to be the, uh, the, the, the rookie, you know, wide receiver. Aaron said it. But now the world can see it's you, brother. He hasn't been playing well since game one. He hasn't played well last game. He threw picks. He looks bad. And the last thing about Aaron Rodgers that I can't stand, because this guy's a real clown. Seriously, though. He's the only guy I've ever seen as a quarterback, as a superstar, right, that can dish it out. Oh, he's just that a third. Then soon we talk about not trying to come at him, but saying what we see, you throwing picks, you losing games to the Lions, who you said wasn't that good, but they beat you anyway. Now when we talk about that, oh, after Curtis, it's that third. Nah, bro. You got to dish it out. You got to take it. You're not playing well. All this MVP talk that they had in the past, number one seeds, you lost then. Now you get other receivers, not as good. You're still losing. I call it how I see it. Mm. Mm, crying, crying like a little baby. They're talking about me. Yeah, bro, you're not playing well. Now, what's the difference, what's the difference between him and, and, and a young rookie? What's the difference? Nothing, I don't see it. Come on, man. No, the difference is Aaron has back-to-back MVPs and couldn't, let, couldn't stop letting everybody else know how great he was playing in those two years. But now that this is struggling, now that you're not elevating those players, now that it's very obvious that they are also losing because of you, mm. now it's once again, it's not... It's not we, it's not us, it's me. That's the worst part right there. I don't care about the critics, what they have to say about me. What about what we have to say about y'all? The Packers. The Packers, your teammates. Because you heard what he said. He's like, he's like, um, what did he say? I've thrown touchdown passes. See what I'm saying? Like, yes. Like, you feel, you feeling it. You don't care about what you're well, talking about. You threw it. touchdown now, passes to who? I was, Devontae Adams, which is the reason you won those two MVPs if we're going to keep it a buck. Now, I, I've been in that situation. Now, I'm not as soft as he is. He's soft as Kyle. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Now, now, you know. Charming. That's what they call yeah, it. Yeah. Ultra soft. People would say stuff about me, right? I didn't really listen to it a lot. But if I ever responded, I mean, I did have 1,300 yards. I did have 12. I'm hearing it. Mm-hmm. It's affecting me. We're affecting Aaron. Don't be mad at us, Aaron. Let's play better. That's all. <laughs> I just can't get over it. I mean, just to hammer it home, just to really think about this. Okay, it, it's very normal for a quarterback or an NFL player 
to have a weekly radio hit like in his market. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe you go, maybe you go on. Yeah, you go on the radio in Philly, and Howard Eskin asks you a couple Howard questions. Eskin, yeah. yeah, yeah, I know the game. Couple, couple dollars, you know. You know what's not normal is to have a weekly national TV appearance. Like he is literally on national TV as often as the rest of us. And three weeks ago, two weeks ago. He's on national TV saying who should be playing and who should be sitting for the Green Bay Packers. Terrible. Then when it's about him, it's I don't care what the experts, y'all are dumb, this whole talking. You're a talking head, Aaron Rodgers. You're one, you're one of us, whether you want to admit it or not. In your own weird way, you New are. Media. New media. Well, he ain't me. I'm tough. <laughs> if I do bad on air, I'm going to say I did bad. He, he, he's going to deflect it. That was odd, y'all. He didn't set me up right. Oh, Dave, he's a cowboy. He's hating on me. Oh, Joy Taylor, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? So, like, stick up for what you say, man. Like, yo, you're not playing well. Just say that. Here's my biggest thing, man. It's I, I remember this quote, Shady, in football. The big eye in the sky don't lie. That is. That's the same. Coach, I did run the ball hard. Hold up, hold up. The tapes say you did. The tapes say you didn't. <laughs> the big eye in the sky, it don't lie. The big eye we're referencing, it is the videotape. Aaron Rodgers, the big eye in the sky, don't lie, big dog. If you are going to change your play from MVP level to rookie caliber level, mm. you got to change your attitude. You can't change your play and not change your attitude. You were playing like an MVP, so you could have confidence and cockiness like an MVP. But if you're going to play like a rookie, you better have the humility of a rookie. If you're going to play like a rookie and throw picks like a rookie, you better not talk Three like a rookie. So if you want to play like an MVP, by all means, have an MVP mindset. But don't change your play and not change your attitude. That's where I'm at. Because a big eye in the sky, Shady, what it don't do? It don't lie. It don't ever lie. Not a day in this life. That's a great point. Not a day in this life. I will say, though, this doesn't, this doesn't, as we're all, you know, kind of being a little tongue-in-cheek here, this doesn't make me happy. I watch football because I want to watch the greats do what they yeah. do. Mm-hmm. I want to see Aaron Rodgers be great. It's more fun to watch the NFL when That's Aaron Rodgers is yeah. balling. So nobody takes any, like, pleasure. I won't say nobody. Some there are some people do. that do. I personally don't take any pleasure in watching great athletes struggle. I'm not trying to... Let me watch Aaron Rodgers throw a couple interceptions. What does that do for Who me? Who wants to Nothing. watch bad football? Nobody man. wants to. Nobody wants it's to. Just a- so that's like that's where the narrative gets turned. There are some people that I think actively root against Aaron Rodgers. I'm not one of them. I have stuff to do. But some people <laughs> do. Those aren't the people that are critiquing Aaron at a high level. Right. You don't need to watch too much of what the Packers have been this year. And quite frankly, what they came into the year looking like to – be surprised at how this has all turned out. The way that Aaron is playing is surprising. What's not surprising is, once again, it's everyone else's fault, mm. and it's not Aaron's. Ah, Aaron Rodgers, you got to get it right, either off the field or on the field, one of the two, but you can't think you right on the field and be all the way wrong off. Coming up, Tom Brady. He's also calling out the effort of his teammates Tommy. and himself on Sunday. Says it's embarrassing. We'll tell you what we have to say about the greatest of all time. That's Tom Brady. Don't go anywhere. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. <laughs> now, y'all know we all live two lives, social media and reality. So let's check in on our social life. Tyree Kill, he going crazy right now. Look at his receiving yards this season. Wow. He has more himself than the Cowboys receivers, Steelers receivers, Falcons receivers, Texans receivers, Giants receivers, Bears receivers, Ravens receivers, and Titans receivers. That's Tyree Kill individually. Got more receiving yards than all of those receiving cores. He's getting a little bit of MVP buzz due to this record-setting pace. Shady, you impressed? That, that boy good. That boy good. <laughs> I mean, Tyree Kill's he's the real deal. I remember my first practice with him. I was like, wow. I play with Deshaun Jackson, so it's, it's too much. It's, too, it's not too much you can show me, right? Playing with Tyree, I'm like, whoa, it's another speed, another athlete. Like, the stuff you see now, I mean, that's who he is. He's a hell of a player. Tyreek should be in the MVP conversation. MVP? Who said that last week? Who said that? Me. Was that me? Was us. Was that me? <laughs> us. Don't, be, that don't be Aaron Rodgers, yo. Us. We. Us. All right. Shady, I'll let you come with. She's I'm pretty sure I said it first. I'm pretty sure I said it first. We were supposed to have the receipt for this. But since Shady and I align on everything that's smart. That's true. Bang, bang, bang. Yeah. Don't, don't be stealing my teammates. He should be in the there, conversation, right? though. I don't like that the MVP 
conversation is always comes down to who's the best quarterback yeah. on the best team. It should be bigger than that, but you know, it's it's the most important position. Brief. But Tyreek's having an unbelievable year. He yeah, he, some, you think you think he should be in that? I, I I wish, much like the Heisman, I wish we could get away from best quarterback in the league. I get it. I get that it's the most important. You mean to tell me? No offense to y'all's guy Tua. You don't think this has something to do with how well he's playing? Here, like here, the impact that he's but making here's is a, crazy. Here's a problem. Here's why I do understand quarterbacks always being in the MVP conversation. Because Tua was hurt, Tyreek wasn't. And when Tua was hurt, oh, yeah, I got the you. Dolphins lost. Yeah, yeah. So Tyreek was there, and Tyreek was trying to get busy with Bridgewater and trying to get busy with Ty- Skylar Thompson. But as good as Tyreek Hill is, when Tua wasn't there, they didn't win. Yeah, Tua should be in the MVP conversation as well. But he probably won't be because of the games that he Correct. Does. But that's why we really should separate these awards. Have a best quarterback award, and if that best quarterback can also win MVP, cool. But I just feel like it disregards the impact that a lot of other players have. The question is, Shady, let me ask you this. Does any other position have the type of impact that a quarterback can have? Like, I think you'd have to have, like, 20, 25 sacks as a defensive line. J.J. Watt should have won MVP at least once. Hmm. Yes, in like uh, 2014, I don't, like I don't, dragged I don't his so. team to the playoffs. I don't think so. But but the, he is right. DNs uh, they have big impact. What about running backs? Adrian nah. Peterson. 2012. Adrian unless you Peterson have, yeah, was unless that you last do non quarterback. Yeah, 2000. What did he do? Did he did he go 2000? He was yeah. like nine yards away from the all time record. And he drugged the Vikings, I believe, to an 11 and five. He didn't get the MVP there. He didn't. No, he did. Oh, yeah, yeah, 2012. Yeah, he didn't get it, yeah. So like you better be going crazy. Yeah, so not going crazy. Yeah, crazy. But quarterbacks is like. I mean, if you have a good quarterback, you can have a chance to win. If you have a bad quarterback, it's hard to win. That's fair. Well, speaking of good quarterbacks, we got to talk about the greatest quarterback to ever the greatest. play the game of football at the National Football League. The Bucks offense. Now, they struggled big time against the Rams Sunday. Shady will pick up what I was putting down shortly. But Tom Brady still managed to throw the go-ahead touchdown pass in the closing seconds. Tampa Bay won. And for a slow second, it calmed down some of the drama, but not for Tom Brady. He recently called out his teammates saying their effort was, quote, the most embarrassing part of our team. Close quote. Dave Hellman, I'm coming to you. I'm eager to hear what you have to say. Are you okay with Tom Brady calling out the Bucks effort? I am okay with it. And I think it's fitting that we're doing this right after the Aaron Rodgers thing because I think there's a, there's a difference. Yeah. And for me, this whole this conversation with ever with the Bucks, like it, it's out there in the open. I mean, I know not everybody lives on Twitter like I do, and good for you for that. But Devin White responded to this issue last week he when did. he was criticized for loafing at the end of the Baltimore game. He came right, right out and said, he's like, yeah, it happened. I've addressed it with my teammates. I know I can't play like that. And Tom Brady responded, and, and, and he did Tom Brady things. Right? He's like, we got your back. That's it's right. going to take all of us. So first of all, Devin White's addressing that himself. Tom Brady gets involved after the fact. And then the other things you can see on tape or on TV. I mean, drop passes have been a problem for this team. Not to, like, dog on Mike Evans because he's one of the best receivers in the league. But, like, you can see this stuff when you watch the Bucks. So I and, – and, and then obviously the, the elephant in the room is that – it's Tom Brady. I mean, Tom Brady has earned the right to to call these things out, and and I think it comes from the right place. I really don't have a problem with it. I got an issue with it, Dave. I got an issue with it, Shady. Is it because he went to a wedding? Nah, it's because you can't condemn and chastise Aaron Rodgers, not you, the figurative you, can't condemn and chastise Aaron Rodgers two weeks ago when Aaron Rodgers came out and said, you know, we got guys that are making mental errors. If you're making mental errors, you shouldn't be playing. Right. Then – not have an issue with Tom Brady saying, we got guys that are loafing. We as a team are loafing. Our efforts are our biggest issue. I'm just like, we, got, we can't pick and choose. We can't say, you know what, Aaron Rodgers, I got an issue with you calling out your team. But Tom Brady, I got no issue with you calling out your but team. Don't you think it changes? Like Devin White, who, uh, you know, Pro Bowl caliber yes, linebacker, yes, like he, he addressed this stuff himself. Like, he talked about it. Like, he talked to reporters about it. It was on Twitter before this quote ever got in front of me. Like, this isn't Tom Brady throwing a grenade onto a situation that nobody was talking about. I think this is favoritism. Joy Taylor, LaShawn McCoy, Dave Hellman, I think this is favoritism here because Aaron Rodgers did essentially – what Tom Brady did. What Aaron Rodgers went too far on doing in that same interview was saying, look, I played a great game. Outside of that, Aaron Rodgers did essentially what Brady did. Too. He does. That's why I got an, I don't have an issue with what Tom Brady said. Shady, you give me a look. I don't have a problem with what Tom Brady says, right? I love it. He's making everybody I accountable. Do. I do have an issue with it. Yeah, you do. You I don't, right? Now, real quick, A-Rod's the type of guy that's going to finger point. Young guys need to do this, do that, catch the ball, et cetera. Running the wrong routes. Tom Brady won't do that. 
we need to show better effort is what he said. Mm-hmm. He said, we all need to do better. Send the notes. <laughs> we. That's including himself. A great quote that Michael Jordan said. He said, my teammates, they always didn't like when I would push them. Mm-hmm. Right? When I would push them. He said, but my teammates also said this. Michael Jordan would never ask me to do something that he's not willing, he's not willing to do. So everything I'm asking you to do, I'm doing. If I'm, if, if you, if I'm holding you accountable, I'm accountable. Correct. That's who Tom Brady is. He's a leader. When guys seen it on TV, when first of all, Tom said it on TV. Tom said that after the game was over. After the win, everybody's praying, hey, great win, great win. When he spoke, he talked about that. We need better effort from all of us, myself included. That's what a real leader is. So I love this. I love when players, especially like a guy like Tom Brady, can influence the team. A guy like Lamar Jackson, I want him to see that because he needs that in his game. To be accountable as a quarterback, you make your players play for you. That's way different from Aaron Rodgers. So, Tom Brady, keep doing it, What's brother. the difference between what Brady said there and when Rodgers said, we got guys who are making too many mistakes who shouldn't be playing? What's the difference there? Well, you're reading one little clip of that. Mm-hmm. Read the whole clip. He's, they were talking about the wide receivers dropping balls, mm-hmm. right? And he started talking about the younger players. And then he goes into saying that. So, you're basically talking about a different position, a, 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 a certain position. We don't know who Tom's talking about. He said we're, all of our effort needs to be better as a team. What position he's talking about? Not to mention, my we don't know that. My beef with that Rogers quote from the the whole from the jump, my beef was he's talking about who needs to be playing and who needs to not be playing. Like he I don't see anything about that from Tom Brady. Roy, break it down. Break it down. The first difference is that man is the greatest to have ever put ten toes down on a football field. He ain't lying about that. He has seven rings and to things. prove it. Rings and things. He's the greatest ever, and. He became the greatest ever, not because he was coddled, not because he was a first-round pick. He was a six-round pick who had to put in work and earn the right to be called the greatest of all time. That's right. And the one thing we all know unequivocally about Tom Brady is that he is extremely dedicated to football. To your point, Michael Jordan quote, he will never ask his teammates to do something that he's not also doing. So Aaron Rodgers does not have that reputation, does not have that resume, is not that guy. He's a guy. He's a dude. He ain't that dude. Mm -hmm. There's a difference. One. Two, when Aaron Rodgers talks about his team, it's you and me. It ain't us. It's not we. It's I and they. Brady said, our mistakes, our effort, most embarrassing part of our team, our effort on something that we need to fix. It's us. We. Me and you, because we're a team. So I'm not going to ask you to do something I don't do, and I'm not going to criticize you for something I don't criticize myself for. And I can also do that because I'm Tom Brady, and I don't have to give you that grace, honey. I don't have to do it, but I will, because I know that we win together, and everybody looks to me to be the leader. So when I criticize Aaron Rodgers, it's because he uses that word, I Whereas Brady is saying we. It's a small thing, but it's everything. It It does. It's just a lie, if you want to use I. Because Tom Brady's effort isn't subpar. He's quarterback. He's taking three-step drops, five-step drops, seven-step drops. So Tom Brady's not talking about himself when he's talking about effort. He can say that he is, but he ain't talking about himself. Aaron Rodgers Now now Brady doesn't do any work? No, I'm saying as far as, like, loafing, a quarterback isn't going to loaf. Like, Tom Brady can't loaf on a play. You know what I mean? Like, Tom Brady can give less mental effort, but Tom Brady can't loaf. Well, I'm not saying Maybe his effort that he's talking about, he knows what he's talking about. We don't know. I never throw for them yards, have you? Not at all. Oh, I, I but I know think. this much. When <laughs> you know I think about Tom, when I think about Rodgers, I think about, okay, Tom Brady, obviously greatest of all time. Greater leader. Greatest of all time. Okay. But I'm also thinking to myself, Rodgers earned the right to say what he wants to say, too, now. Four MVPs in the National Football League. For the record, Tom Brady has three. Now, I believe winning and losing is a quarterback stat. I wholeheartedly believe so. Yeah, it is. But for those people that don't, if you just want to look at individual accolades, Aaron Rodgers has four MVPs. Let's throw away the seven championships. No, no. I believe winning and losing is a quarterback stat. I just said that. I preface with that. But I'm just saying, I can't change my tone because if Tom Brady not going to ask you to do something that he wouldn't do, Tom Brady wouldn't ask you to take 11 days off of training camp. That's not true. Tom Brady wouldn't it, ask it you depends. to. Tom Brady wouldn't it ask you to miss practice for a is. wedding. I'll wait. So if we want to sit here and talk about things. That's a walkthrough. Uh, that's still practice. No, that's not practice. It's a walkthrough. It's if, called, I, oh, if I miss a walkthrough practice, I'm getting walkthrough cut. Okay. So Aaron Rodgers is not in the conversation with Tom Brady 
for anything. He absolutely and is. MVP is an individual award. No, he's not. He's, he's, a, he's not in the same room. He's not in the same room. They, Tom Brady a, has his own. He's in the same room. No, no, he's not. This is the problem, yo. This is the problem. He's not in the same room. Lost a home game in Lambeau to Jimmy Garoppolo with the number one seed last year. He did That's that twice. Cool. Tom Brady lost to the Titans and then walked himself out. I'm of not having this. Conversation. I refuse yeah, to have this conversation. I'm done. Yeah. I refuse to have this conversation. I'm done. Dave, why do you it. think that Tom Brady's in the same and Rodgers in the same conversation? As I mean, Brady? like, what, when you're talking about having won MVPs with an S. And, like, look, Brady is the greatest to ever do it. I'm not – that's not what I'm saying. But, like, Aaron Rodgers is in rarefied air. Like, I can't just act like the guy's a bum because Nobody's he says – Nobody's saying he's a bum. But to, 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 like, to say that you can't even, like, talk, talk about them in the same sentence. Not when you have seven rings and you have one. Uh, you have, well, not no, when you have one ring and you've never been back to a Super Bowl. They, they, they sit the same table. The same they they sit the exact same table. We're not talking now, to each other. Now, Aaron Rodgers is sitting in uh, – Tom Brady's sitting in a comfy chair, but they're sitting in the same table. This sounds crazy, though. Four MVP. Peace. Count Listen. them up. Oh, no. four, one, if you're doing two, I'm done. Three, I'm pulling my notes four. down. I'm done. You're talking about two of the guys five best to ever play. There's, yeah. There's, there's literally no one that can be compared to Tom Brady. And if we're going to do that, if we want to play this game, Aaron Rodgers isn't close to Joe Montana, who went to four Super Bowls and won all of them. So let's just not start rewriting history and talking about how Aaron Rodgers has jumped everybody in the winning category. No, 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 not, not he, that. Winning no. individual regular season well, awards is not the same thing as winning multiple championships. He's been to one, won one, has never been back. We're not saying it's the same thing. Didn't Ocho say there were different the conversations? Like, no, no, no. You can, no, no. Have, you can so, compare them about, in different ways. We've wandered into comparing Tom Brady yeah, to are. Aaron Rodgers as if we can directly – Apples to apples talk about how they lead teams, how what they do transfers to winning. And when they criticize their teammates, it's the same thing. It's not. It's not the same comparison. And that's why Aaron gets criticized the way that he does when he talks about people, because he points fingers instead of pointing fingers while simultaneously pointing it back at himself. That's that's what the that's the difference between winning and losing Look, a home game at you, Lambeau with the number one seed. If you got, four, if you got four MVPs, you, you guys, can sit where you want to sit, You guys sit, should be shaming yourself. I'm on y'all's side of the not, argument. There's no y'all. It's you and <laughs> him. If you, you win MVP I don't wanna, every don't, four years. Every four years you play, you were the best player in the game. Don't look at me. Every four, every four I'm, years. I'm upset, Every Joe. four years like you play, you win MVP. You were the best player in the league every four years. What's wrong? you... Did you get that? That's sad, though, bro. I can't even, like, look at y'all. He can sit where he wants to sit. Like, like, after, he can sit where he wants to after sit. After today, I really know you now. You do. And I think I know you now. I mean. You dudes just, like, are we on the same planet? Four MVPs. We can't put Tom Brady. I'm going to listen. I'm being quiet. You're acting like Tom we're comparing Brady. him to Justin Fields or something. Like, saying, I mean, I, I this is crazy. I mean, whoa. We, I don't even That's, remember what the, to- the start of the topic was. This is a more important topic. Yeah. My thing is, don't keep Aaron's a great. Put him over here with other, like, Rossenberger and them guys. Tom's in his whole other lane. Four MVPs, sir. Aaron Rodgers has also done things that nobody but Peyton has done. My man has three MVPs. Yes, sir. Seven championships. He does. We all agree that Brady's better. You know what? Nobody's saying that Rodgers is better. I had my counseling today, right, at 9 a.m. So, listen, if you guys believe that, that's fine. I agree. You shady feelings. Like, I don't want to get upset either. Coming up, the Eagles are also in rarefied air, like Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady, <laughs> no. but for different reasons. The Eagles are undefeated. So everything's great, right? Not. Battle and exec test. says they're not battle-tested. So should we be worried about the Eagles long-term? That's next on Speed. It's like, I, I usually believe what you say. I don't know if I can do that anymore. <laughs> Let's head back to Philly for one of the best conversations of the day. Eagles 8-0. But when you really look at their schedule, only two of their wins have been against teams that currently have a winning record. An anonymous NFL executive, not named Dave Hellman, said, quote, I just wonder if they are battle tested, close quote. To me, this is the most important conversation that can be had in the NFL right now because we're talking about the best team in football, the Philadelphia Eagles, but we're talking about how long will this actually last and will their success be short-lived because they're not battle-tested. Dave Hellman, you make an interesting parallel between this year's Eagles team, the 2016 Cowboys team, <laughs> last year's Cowboys team. Elaborate. Oh, do, you, do you think the Eagles are battle-tested or are you worried they're not? No, and, I mean, you're welcome, NFC exec, for your talking point. Like, I get up here with my name on the lower third down here and do this every day and look I'll say it again it's not a knock on the Eagles they are a good team there's a difference between put it this way there's a difference between being good and being given the benefit of the doubt 
And that is how I feel about the Philadelphia Eagles right now. They're really good. Five of their eight wins have come against teams that are in last place in their division. Cellar dwellers. Again, their best win is against a good Vikings team. That doesn't mean that I'm just going to pencil them into the Super Bowl. Who, who are the types of teams that you pencil into the Super Bowl? The Chiefs, who have been in the AFC Championship game for four or five years running. The Bills, who have pushed the Chiefs to the brink in the playoffs on multiple occasions. I think you know, I mentioned the Dallas Cowboys 2016 for a reason, because they were built similarly. They had talent everywhere. They had a young, unproven quarterback. They started 11-1. and They finished 13-3. and They went over in the playoffs because it, it, it is a different type of test to get to that stage. It reminds me of Lamar Jackson as well. Shady, you, you have a really high opinion of Lamar Jackson, right? Mm-hmm. The knock on him is what? They went 14-2 and two a year, the year he won the MVP. How'd that go for him? There's a difference, right? There is a difference between... We just talked about it, Joy, with Aaron Rodgers. There's a difference between what you do in the regular season and what you do in the playoffs. What did the Eagles do in the playoffs last year? They got embarrassed. Right. They got embarrassed. Okay. And that's not to say that they're bad, right? Like, I'm not trying to throw shade at the Philadelphia Eagles. But I'm not going to sit here in early November and pencil them into any big game. It just hasn't gotten to that point yet. Okay, so before I go, right? You've he's already like, gone, though. No, no, I'm going again. <laughs> battle tested. That's the question. Battle mm-hmm. tested. So can you tell me what that means before I go? What's battle tested mean? Battle tested means that you have played playoff caliber teams or in playoff games and found a way to win them on a consistent basis. Okay, so... Um, the Chiefs. You talked about the Chiefs, right? Yep. So they're they're battle tested because what they did in the past, but they lost to not this year. This year they're battle tested this, this year. Who they played the Buffalo Bills? In my mind, they played the San Francisco 49ers. They molly whopped the 49ers. They barely lost to the Bills. They just they beat a division leader in Tennessee on Sunday. Oh, yeah, their quarterback. Oh, okay. So wait, they lost to the Bills, right? Yes, sir. Battle and then they lost to the. They beat the 49ers. They, they, who lost they to lost the Colts? They lost, they lost to the, the Colts. Are they battle-tested? Who are they? They're not the, the, the playoff team. Every, I mean, everybody but the Eagles so, has on. a so, loss. So my thing is you can lose games, right? Yeah. The most battle-tested. You can lose games. Of course. I don't know who this executive guy is. I don't know who he is. He didn't put his name on it, so I don't respect that. Ooh. This is what I say about the Eagles. We had battle-tested moments, right? Now, the Chiefs lost to the Colts. Anybody, anybody mm-hmm. can lose, right? We played who we played? Cowboys. The Cowboys, they started off rocky. Eagles, we jumped up on them early in the first half. Second half, Cowboys came back. Mm-hmm. What did we do? We showed battle-tested moments. We put our foot on their neck and closed the game out. Mm-hmm. Lamar Jackson, you talked about. If Lamar Jackson and the Ravens closed games out like the Eagles did, battle-tested moments, they would be undefeated. They had the Bills down. They had a lot of teams down, right? They didn't, they didn't put their foot on their neck to close the game out. That is true. Arizona Cardinals, on the road, right? Same thing. They're storming back. What did we do? Another battle-tested moment. Put our foot on their neck and close the game out. See, these things you, you, you can't practice. You can practice it in practice, but you can't really go through it in the game. Mm-hmm. The game experience is the best thing possible for a team to see how good you really are. Now, I can't say, you know, what teams are good or they're bad now. They might be good later or vice versa. They're good. They'll be bad later. I don't know that. I saw that every team that we played, we've dominated. We've been down. We had turnovers. We had found a way to, to, to recover from that. That's what battle tested really means. It don't mean by their, their records. Like the Vikings, they say 7-1 for a reason. So, I don't play this, this game of who they're playing to be battle-tested. All I know is this. Whoever's on the, the, the list, the schedule, we beat up on. <laughs> I think it's That's all we know. I think it's interesting that the two biggest moments right there came against the three and six Cardinals team. It's, and a team it's, starring it's the moments. It's not about the – first of all, we all have elite talent, players. It's not about the, 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 the records or the team. It's about the moments. They, sh- they could have won that game, and we didn't let it happen, brother. I'll elaborate on that later, uh, Joy Taylor. <laughs> well, I have some questions, too. Um, for the NFC, because we keep talking about the Chiefs, who are the AFC battle-tested team. Uh-huh. We talk about the Bills, who have won some AFC. playoff games but still haven't made it to a Super Bowl. That's true. Okay. Uh, we talk about the Dolphins, who ha- are having a great season but haven't been to the playoffs in a while. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Eagles made the playoffs last year. They lost. Yes. Right, with a lot of the same players that they have now. Yep. You could call that experience. Perhaps. Could. Who are you penciling into the Super Bowl for the NFC right now? I, I don't think you can. That's really my only point. I don't think Come you on. you can't sit here and. Okay, but I'm making you. You have to do it right now. Honestly, can we get two? Let's give us two. If, if I had so. to, if I had to bet on a team right now, I'd probably go San Francisco. I'd probably go to Niners. A losing team? They're not a losing they're team. Not they're 500. They're 500. Oh. So they are they're mid. All, yeah. Right. Yeah. Context, context matters. 
But context matters. Really? Because they have terrible losses. No, context matters. Terrible losses. About, when you want to talk about, you want to talk about teams that have been battle tested and lost. San Francisco has bad losses. They do. They do. And listen, I, I, I think that San Francisco has a lot of talent and nope. potential. But right now, they are a 500 football team. Here's why context matters, though, Joy. And you know this better than anybody because you're a Dolphins fan. The Dolphins got three losses. Three of them. But Tua wasn't there. But I don't put I don't put Tua uh, and I don't put the Dolphins in the same category as the Niners. The Dolphins are a much better team than the Niners. But I'm right saying now. the Dolphins, I believe, right. are six and three. The Niners with their starting quarterback, or, or the Niners without their starting quarterback, still with Jimmy G is four and four. Now, now Jimmy G is not a starting quarterback. No, I said they're still four and four with with Jimmy G. They're still four and four. I, context matters, so I can't look at the. I don't want to derail the conversation, but I'm to some degree I'm with Dave Shady, and the reason I'm with Dave is what? I agree with you that situations can test you. But if I agree with you that situations can test you and make you battle-tested, your same logic would have to agree with me that players can battle-test you. So Players? I, yes. Meaning, like, what, go back to 2013, 14, et cetera. There's a difference when you're going up against that San Francisco 49ers defense. You and I have talked about yeah, this. Okay. And you see Patrick Willis and Navarro okay, Bowman. Okay. There's a difference when you're going up against the Panthers defense. Maybe it didn't affect you, but most people, when you see Luke Keekley and Thomas Davis, right. when you're going up against the Seahawks defense, you see Cam Chancellor, Bobby Wagner, KJ respect. Wright. Respect, yeah. There's a difference when you're going up against them and when you're going up against the Dallas Cowboys who are pulling in Rolando McClain off the street and pulling in uh, Bruce Carter who hadn't played in God knows how long. Yeah. Players can test you. So if I'm tracking with you that situations can test you, you also have to track with us that teams and players can test you. I, I, I can agree with that. I, 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 can, I can agree with that. That's all I'm saying. But, but I'll say this. And then, like, the Eagles lost last year, right? One and done. I get that. Mm -hmm. But we have a whole different team. I know you don't want to say that, but we no, have absolutely. a way yeah. different team. You, you say we don't, right? I mean, it is a it is a it's, different team and a, a better team, but way I mean, it's, way different. It's a way different team. It's way a way better. Different. Okay, if you're purely talking about personnel, AJ Brown is obvious. Like no, 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 no. Hold on, let's go to offense. Johnson Gardner Johnson and James Bradbury. Devontae Smith, like he was there. He was there though. No, but I'm saying he, no. It's a it's a new him. They are a yeah, rookie year to your second year, yeah, but he still he gave you a thousand last year, so he's still good. Last no, no, year. no. It's just different. The confidence is different. Jalen hurts. Listen, I'll say this on record. I don't want to say I hated on him, but I was tough on him. I was tough on him. He made some crazy plays. I'm like, why, why, why are you throwing this? Where are you reading that? Where's your reads? I was tough on him. He looks way different. He does. Like a whole different player. Like if he had number two on, it'd be a different jersey. Like, oh, that's a different player. He looks way different. Offensive line, then he go to the defense. The defense is way different. I just, I, I just don't understand who – I don't care about the AFC because if we want to really have a conversation about the AFC, the Chiefs are the only battle-tested team. I agree with that. In the Bills. league. How? The Bills have not been to a Super Bowl. I'm saying that, and they lose, they lose every year. They, they, lose, they lose every year, though, I'm bro. saying they're battle-tested. The Bills played the Dolphins this year. The Bills played the Chiefs this year. Like okay. the Bills played the Titans this year. The Bills haven't year. locked up their division yet. Yeah, but saying battle test, I feel like we're having two different conversations. No, so, okay, listen. The Bills is, have also played the, multiple playoff games, like, every year for the correct, last, like, three years. But when you're talking, you guys, we're not talking about that. We're talking about the Super Bowl. You guys really think the Eagles are going to be one and done this year? No, 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 no. That's not what I am it saying. Like I am saying they are not battle tested. I am not walking all the way with my guy who's saying they're going to be one and done. Absolutely not. So I'm just tested. saying they are not battle tested. So we didn't play like a lot of winners. You're saying? Yes. Okay. That's like that's objective. Well, 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 that's well, not even what? subjective. Well, Joy, they're, they're right. The, 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 the records show that the, the teams we play, they don't have winning records. So you're right. That's all I'm okay. saying. Okay. And I also, I believe the same thing of the Vikings. But what's, so, that, mean? But what's that mean, though? What that means is we're not I, battle -tested. We still I don't kid. know how much confidence I can ensure in you because I haven't seen you go up against dogs. Same way I feel about the Vikings. Listen. Vikings are 7-1. and one. Their starting linebacker, Jordan Hicks, literally went on record yesterday and said— But how can you use said, that same logic and say that the 40—you're worried—you take faith in the 49ers? I, I don't. What I'm saying is the 49ers' floor is much lower than the Eagles' floor. If the 49ers were 8-0— then we'd be having a much different conversation. Eagles are 8-0. They hate on my couch. What's crazy? Wait, what is crazy? What is, <laughs> always hate on my e What is oh, crazy sorry. about this? <laughs> so, why, got, why is it hating to offer up a legit? It's just saying, like, like, a guy like Floyd Mayweather could just fight a whole bunch of bums and, and you're still just, oh, I don't think he's balanced. He's not that great. It don't matter, bro. The Eagles are undefeated. We beat whoever you put it on the field. Matter. I'm done with it, man. Mayweather fought Pacquiao. I'm done with it. Mayweather fought legitimate I'm sorry. I'm, so, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Undefeated is undefeated, bro. Eagles are undefeated is undefeated, but the regular season, like Aaron Rodgers, the Aaron Rodgers argument, like the regular season doesn't matter. Right, but undefeated my is undefeated. Is what? I don't look. I have no, no, I have no dog stuff. in this fight. That old right? stuff from 15 hey, minutes ago. Old stuff from 15 minutes ago. The Eagles are not my team. I'm just calling it how I see it. So I have no dog in this fight. 
What I don't understand is why all this criticism for a team that's undefeated just to stay in the NFC because we don't have to worry about those teams until you get to the Super Bowl. That's true. And if the Eagles make it to the Super Bowl and lose, I'm not going to call this a bust season for the Eagles. But so I- let's not talk about the Bills and the Chiefs. And the Dolphins, because they're on this side. Of, they're on this side of the of the the bracket. When you get to the playoffs, which is what we're talking about, right? We're I, talking about the playoffs. She's so, no, she's going somewhere. Let her finish. She, yeah, go she ahead. Cook, she, keep cooking. I just disagree. I disagree. Go ahead. Cook. She's cooking right now. My bad. Go In ahead. the NFC. That's right. Who are you willing to back? Right now right. in the NFC over the Great Eagles. Great question. Because the top teams that you would want to be battle tested against are, are it, only in the NFC are the Niners, who are a 500 team. Nobody, because they already beat the Vikings. The second best team. We put them in the dirt. The Bills and the Chiefs. Dead and the body Dolphins, dirt. Right? And the Ravens are all on the AFC side. The NFC Championship game was the four seed versus six seed last year. That's now, now, oh, Joy, now it don't matter. Who are you going to back? Now it don't matter, Joy. I think matter. the Niners and potentially the Cowboys with Dak Prescott can beat the Eagles. Well, I don't think we'll that's get, even we'll that weird. We'll get to see Dak and the we'll Eagles play on Christmas dirt. Eve. And we'll see what the Cowboys do in the postseason. I can't wait to see that. Coming up, Shady, save some of your energy, big dog, because you got to talk about who gave who crazy work this past weekend. It's everybody's favorite segment on television. (laughs) It's time for crazy work. No, no, I'm done with that segment. I'm on this segment. (laughs) Watch him up about my – ooh, look at that move. Damn, I did that. (laughs) Excuse me. Watch out. Oh. Yo. God, it's good. McCoy. McCoy takes it. Hey, they know they can't do anything with you. Shady's gonna score. Oh, Shady's gonna score. I'm going so silly, man. Fall out on three. One, two, three. Oh, oh, touchdown. touchdown. Shady McCoy. Shady McCoy. Yeah. 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 What's up, family? It's time for everybody's favorite segment on television. It's time for crazy work. Now, what is crazy work? You're probably wondering. It's when offensive players give defensive players the business. Jukes, moves, spins, jumps, hurdles. But Shady, take it over, big dog. It's okay, okay, okay. We're going to Atlanta to the A. Now, the crazy work is all five uh, uh, players. We're going with Cordell Patterson in five. Atlanta as a running back. Now, check him out. Now, crazy work, you can make a guy miss the form. Yep, but yep, sometimes, yep, yep, yep. you got to just run through his chest, Dave Hellman. Let's check this out. <laughs> Boom! <laughs> Dang! Ooh! Now, look, if you play man, that is called a hit stick. Okay, we're going to number four. Number, number four, four. Kyler Murray, I call him little man. But let's check him out for a second. Now, look at this speed. Josh back. Oh, he gets pressure to the right. Look at the cuts. Oh, my God. You know what I mean? It's like a little mouse. Arrow, arrow. How did he slide? Little, little, little slide. This boy, right? he got talent. Now, I do hate on him sometimes, but he do got some talent, man. Now, that's called crazy work. Where's he going? To the left, oh to the right. Oh, he's on all fours. Okay, number three. <laughs> we're going from a quarterback to another quarterback. Patrick Pat Mahomes. Mahomes. Mahomes is getting out crazy. Hey, look, Juju. Juju, look. Get out the way. I got this. You don't know where you're going. Get out the way. Drops back. Look at the coverage. Okay. Sees it. I got to go. Excuse me. Now, look at the ball security. Like Shady McCoy ball security. Look at the, look at the ball <laughs> up in the air. He sat him down. Acho, look at this right here, though. I got to see it again. He sat him down. Oh. Sit up and then, oh, get in the end zone. Patrick Mahomes <laughs> got a big win against Tennessee and a comeback win. Okay, okay. Number two. Number two. Let's on the same team, though. Okay. Travis Kelsey. Now, this is some Shady McCoy moves right here. He caught the ball, turns around, makes the guy miss the watch it. Excuse me. That's called a dead leg. Now, ladies and gentlemen, sometimes with the dead leg, you got to get a stop on the dime. Excuse me. Travis Kelsey got that swag, boy. I got to say it. He's probably number one or number two, either him or Gronk, best tight end in the game. Okay. Okay, but the number one. Now, we talk about a lot of crazy work from players and different moves. Talk to me. But I'm going for the whole game. Okay. Joe Mixon from the Cincinnati Bengals. Crazy work the whole game. Okay. One touchdown. Okay, wait, wait. Two touchdowns. Count him up, count him up, count him up. Three touchdowns. How many he have? Ran through you, ran around you. I think he had four. Oh, no, he had five. Four touchdowns. He caught one. And then the fifth one, that's five. Let's count. Look, together, Joe. Let's do it. One, two, three, four, five. Joe Mixon, you are a crazy work winner this week. Hey, big dog. What they get if they get that hoodie? Now, listen, I know you got some big shoulders and some big arms, but this is an extra large, brother. <laughs> now, Joe Brown, you cannot get this Joey, but you can. Joe Mixon, let's go. Crazy work. Crazy work. If it ain't your favorite segment yet, it will be by tomorrow. Shady, appreciate you, my guy. Shady appreciate Bounce. you. Shady Bounce. Shady Bounce your way out. Shady Bounce your way out. Okay. <laughs> Okay, now we got to transition to crazy work that has been given throughout college football. In case you all missed it, the latest college football rankings, playoff rankings, released. This is huge. This is what they play the game for. Georgia's in the top spot at number one. Then you got Ohio State at number two. Michigan at number three. TCU rounds it out at number four. Everybody's sitting on the edge of their seat to see how this will all play out. 
Dave Hellman literally spends every Saturday watching all the college football games, so nobody brings me more excitement to talk to than about this. I don't even get paid for it. Did the college football playoff <laughs> committee get it right? Yeah, absolutely, which I, mean, I can't believe I have to follow Shady McCoy. I can't. I'm, I'm not going to work up a sweater. Yeah, they got it. I mean, the undefeated teams are in the I'm sorry, Tennessee. Yep. I'm sorry, Tennessee, but an undefeated team is above you. I'm an SEC guy. There, there's time for this to shake out, but yeah, they got it absolutely right. Let's start with the number one team, Georgia. They struggled early on this season against Missouri. People had their doubts, but Georgia smacked Tennessee in the mouth. How confident are you that Georgia will stay at number one throughout the duration of the season? I don't know who's messing with Georgia, man. And I say that as an LSU fan. If it gets to that, if it gets to an LSU-Georgia matchup, that defense is just too tough. Jalen Carter, mm-hmm. I, that, that pass rush equalizes everything. It's not even that nice of an offense. I just don't know. That Tennessee offense, like you saw what they did against Bama. Hendon Hooker was putting a Heisman t- uh, campaign together, and then they ran into that. Like, I, if I had to pick the national champion today, I'm riding Georgia all the Let's way. Let's move to the number two team, the huge team in college football, led by one of the top quarterbacks, if not the top quarterback, C.J. Stroud, Ohio State. How confident are you in Ohio State? I'm confident as long as they don't have to play in a windstorm. Did you see that? <laughs> like, 21 to 7, like, that, that was ugly. That Northwestern team is bad, bad. And, like, look, I'm not going to hate on them. Ohio State deserves the benefit of the doubt. And and the nice thing about this is, and we're going to get to Michigan, like, they, they get to sort this out. I, I pray that they both stay unbeaten. I think that they will. Yeah, I'm okay with it. Michigan, number three. Always they have a good defense, but this year their running game, Blake Corm, has been solid, has been stout. Where do you stand on Michigan? I'm so impressed by the fact that Michigan lost everything they lost. Aiden Hutchinson, David Ojabo, they're not there anymore. I, I thought they would take a step back. They honestly look like a better overall team. They yep. struggled a little bit bit early against Rutgers, but I mean, they've been impressive all the way throughout, and I mean, it sets up for a big noon Saturday, right? It's it absolutely does. Now, Ohio what State. else is going to be big on Saturday? TCU. How about TCU? 9-0 and TCU. They are number four. Currently have a college football playoff spot, but they got to go down to Austin, Texas, face my Longhorns in Austin, where, get this, Texas is a seven-point favorite. Texas has three losses on the season. TCU, do you respect them? How long will they stay at the fourth spot? Um, I don't want to say I don't respect them, but TCU, like, you got to start faster, man. You're not going down to Austin and falling behind the way that you like to do and have it go well for you. So, And that's – I'm not saying TCU is going to lose, but if they, if they do not put a more complete game together against a team as good as Texas, I don't think it's going to go well for them. And that's why Tennessee, Oregon, anybody behind them – that's why I'm not freaking out because I think TCU has the potential. And again, Big 12, even if they win out, they've got to turn around and play one of these teams again. So I'm, I'm pressing pause on TCU. Tennessee is on the outside. I believe they are the five seed. Yeah. Oregon is on the outside. USC, UCLA are currently on the outside. Which of the teams currently in the five or eight, nine seed do you see getting in? I mean, LSU as well is on the outside. I, I can't go that far, but like, just imagine the chaos. Imagine the chaos if Jaden Daniels and Brian Kelly win the SEC. And Mason Taylor. And Mason Taylor. <laughs> imagine, like, if LSU pulls that off, what do you do? You got one loss Georgia, one loss Tennessee, a one loss Michigan or Ohio State. Maybe TCU's in the mix. Like, and and the Pac-12 is like if LSU pulls that off, it is going to be wild. And I I would love to see it as an LSU fan. Pure anarchy. That's what we are here for. Dave Hellman. Thank you. College football. It's as good as it's ever been. Coming up. Speaking of things being good, let's talk about things being bad. Green Bay Packers. It's all bad. Aaron Rodgers lost five straight games. But should the Packers consider benching Aaron Rodgers for Jordan Love? We have a very interesting case to say yes, they should. That's next on Speak. Don't go anywhere. Hi, family. We got to check back in on our social life. Y'all know we messy. Earlier this week, Pete Carroll said Geno Smith reading the play calls O.C. Shane Waldron is giving him off a play card wristband. His health move out his pre-snap process efficiently, adding, quote, there was resistance to that. We never did that before, close quote. That sounded a lot like a shot at Russell Wilson. Russ responded today. Take a listen. Won a lot of games there without one on the wrist. But, you know, and uh, I didn't know uh, winning or losing mattered if you wore a wristband or not. Huge. Wait, I feel like, wait, I don't want to sound like I'm dumb here, but I feel like every quarterback I've ever played with, they have the wristband, like, to read the play. I guess Russ did. I'm just glad that Russ finally clapped back. It wasn't like a super gigantic clap, yeah. but stop letting people talk crazy to you. Hey, Pete Carroll, before Russ, you were 7-9. and nine That's right. Twice. 
Russ showed up, you went to the playoffs. Next year, you went to the Super Bowl. Next year, you went to the Super Bowl. Russ got to stop letting everybody talk crazy to him now. He got to put some yeah, respect on his name. He's a dog. Go ahead, Wait, how's that go, though? I mean, I was about Read to say, I, I think Russ has got to be really grateful for Aaron Rodgers and the Colts the last couple weeks. God works in mysterious ways, you know. We have, we have not been dragging They've been, out, they've been out of the limelight. They've been out of the limelight a little bit. He went to, uh, he went to London and won, though. No. That's a bye one, too. Nobody was watching. Well, nobody was watching, but it wasn't on Fox. I mean, so it, I can say that. It was at um, 6.30. In the, yeah, they had a comeback win. Hold up now. Give That's me what I'm saying. See, I, I like Russ. They got, I hate when people, like, they do great and everybody praise them, and then when they do bad and they're having an issue, they're, you're killing them. I'm with them on this, though. They got to relax in Seattle. Y'all won a Super Bowl and went back to another one. And if they not going to relax, simmer down. you can relax them. Like, if they not going to relax, you can check back. Because Pete Carroll, talk all that talk, and Pete Carroll's one of the Pete greatest Carroll overall was, coaches of all needed, time. But he Pete needed Carroll Russ. needed Russ. He needed Russ. Well, we assume needed, he needed Russ. No, he needed, no, he he needed, no, he needed we Russ. Well, he, I say he got Matt Flynn. So Pete Carroll thought he had salvation anyway in Matt Flynn. They paid Matt Flynn. Correct. So he thought he was good. But Russ did what he did. We can play hypotheticals all you want. Who'd you win with? Russ. And Russ beat him out. Yeah, correct. I really do. Like, we give Russ so much flack for being so fake. And, like, that that was, like, that was the most polite clapback of all time. But... I appreciate seeing a little bit of personality from him. Like, yeah. This is where I disagree. And it was smooth. It was smooth. Who's too. just, I think that is his personality. I think it's just, you know what? Because it wasn't even the comic. It's just like, I mean, I won a lot of games without a wristband. Like, it wasn't like he was like, he just, yeah. it was kind oh, of he didn't, oh, he didn't do like the Aaron Rodgers type. Correct. He oh, could have given, he could have, he could have found a way to give a more diplomatic answer than that. He could have. True. I mean, he that's didn't what I'm need saying. Because he's telling no lies at all. at all. Seattle, they love to hate on Russ. So everybody, everybody every week, everybody I'm blown away. Like, does it? Does anybody up there like that guy? You know, like, what's it's crazy. It's crazy. You look at like they're they're doing well now, but you look at Geno Smith. He's nowhere near Russ. Right? He's doing good for eight games, whatever. But he's not no Russ. DK Metcalf, right? He's a good player, but he's no Russ, no championships, right? Mm-hmm. Tyler Lockett, he's a good player. He ain't no Russ, no championships. Pete Carroll, we just said that you needed Russ. So let's chill with all the hating on Russ. Get that man his love. He's on another team, and he's not on your team. Let it be Let it be over. And they beat him. Yeah, they yeah. won the regular season the game. game. So again. let it go, right? And you ain't right back. Keep writing to me. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we got to find somebody else to talk about, and that's Aaron Rodgers. Boy, does he make it easy. Packers, they've lost five straight games. Aaron Rodgers has not been looking Man. like his reigning MVP self. Keep in mind, Man. they still got a first-round pick, Jordan Love, at quarterback, sitting behind Aaron Rodgers. I will not let you all forget that. Now, the Packers, they're a five-point underdog at home against the Cowboys, according to Fox Bet Sports Book. Why are we telling you all that? Because of this. If the Packers keep losing, it might make some sense for them to bench Aaron Rodgers for Jordan Love. But, Joy, should the Packers consider making that move, benching Aaron Rodgers for Jordan Love? Not right now. But this isn't as outlandish as it might look on the screen right now. You have to look at the scope of what the Packers have become, where they are as an organization, and what they're going to do moving forward. This isn't unprecedented. We constantly compare uh, Brett Favre, that guy, to Aaron Rodgers. They, yeah, I don't, I don't want to talk about Brett Favre, this villain. Uh, to Aaron Rodgers. But their careers are very similar. And for as loyal and consistent as Green Bay is, things fell apart at the ends. Now, a lot of that was on Brett Favre, retiring and I'm retiring. Sounds a lot similar to mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers talking about retirement. <clears throat> so if this continues to go as badly as, it, as it's going this year, which I think that it will, you really do have to consider what you're going to do for the future. Because Aaron Rodgers' deal is really a year-to-year deal. The GM said it. Like, this is not, it's not what it appears to be. It's complicated, but they could move on from Aaron Rodgers if Aaron Rodgers wanted to move on. And if they tried to play Jordan Love to see what they have in him, I'm sure Aaron Rodgers would want to move on. So let's just look at their next four opponents, right? They're, they have three wins right now. Mm-hmm. They have Dallas this week. Then they have Tennessee. Then they're at Philadelphia, L. L. <laughs> then L. at Chicago. I feel they will lose all these games. I, I, as, it, as it stands right now, I'll be picking against them in all these it's games. It's totally conceivable. Chicago. Totally conceivable. Even Chicago, because Chicago has been playing better as mm-hmm. of late. Let's say they win one of these games. So they're four and eight going into the bye week. You have to consider what you're going to do for the future. You're going to be out of the playoff race. So are you mailing in the rest of the season with Aaron Rodgers, or are you going to see what you have in Jordan Love? I don't think it's inconceivable. Inconceivable. Good reference. That, <laughs> that he would be benched at the bye week. 
Yeah, I love this conversation in December. Hmm. That's when I love it. I mean, like, they, they can't do it right now because benching Aaron Rodgers is a – that's a forever move. Right. Like, you are – Aaron Rodgers is no longer your starting quarterback if you purposefully bench him while he's healthy enough to play. It, it, it's not a perfect comparison. Something similar happened with the New York Giants. They benched Eli Manning. He wound up coming back, but it signaled the done. end of that era, especially yeah. he had the Iron Man streak. Like, the minute you yeah. make a move like yeah. that, you are acknowledging a new era for your franchise when you bench a generational quarterback. So it is not the time. They are mathematically alive. They still have a chance. I agree with Joy. It's a slim chance, and I assume many more losses are in their future. But you can't do this until, like, you are signaling that he's either going to retire or you're going to find a way to trade him. I do agree. You got to you got to figure something out with Jordan Love sooner rather than later. So check in with me in a month if they're what would you say, Joy? Four and eight, three and nine. They have Dallas, Tennessee. Four. four they will be four and nine. Heller, four and nine. So Dallas, Tennessee. Philadelphia and Loss. Chicago. If they win one of those, they'd be four and nine at the bye. Then they have L.A. Rams, Miami at Miami, loss, Minnesota and Detroit. So if if or when, whatever you want to say, you can say when if you want to be snarky. When the Packers are mathematically eliminated, then that it's time to make that move at the very least. And then if we really want to look at it, you if if they are mathematically eliminated from the playoffs you can do it and still maybe salvage your relationship with Rodgers and say, hey, what are you going to do? We can't make the playoffs anyway. we got to take a look at this kid. So it's a conversation worth having, but, but not until after Thanksgiving. Yeah, I, I can't see that. I think just because they, they, even this contract, the way it's structured, that they can get out of it, I just think that as an organization, you all, they always want to look like they're so smart. Mm-hmm. Right? They never want to look like they, they're incompetent. Right? So you give Aaron Rodgers $50 million for one year and then you get rid of him? Like, how would that look? Oh, we just got $50 million and got rid of him? So I don't see that. And I think that the Packers is probably one of the most loyal teams. I would say them, um, the Steelers, right? They hold on to players when they probably should let them go, maybe two or three years more. They, Aaron sat as a first-rounder. He's way better than Jordan Love, right? And he sat for some time. Where Jordan, they probably make him sit for some time also. So I, I, really, I really can't see it. You know, and then we've seen him play. Jordan was – he was bad, bad. Hey, well, he played – Aaron Rodgers was so happy. He said, oh, oh, I got leverage. The world see what he looked like, I got leverage. So I don't see it happening. I bet you were about to bring this up, Acho, but uh, all-pro linebacker Devondre Campbell this week said in Green Bay that Jordan Love looks like a starting quarterback. He wasn't – I don't think he was directing that. He was going to say, oh, he looks like he should be on the bench. I'm just, you know no, what I'm saying? They went out of their yeah. way. I, was, I do stuff like that. Oh, I mean, he's a great player. Like, great player and starting quarterback, two different things. I was on Aaron's side when they took Jordan Love. Like, I, I thought it was outrageous the way that they handled that. That was crazy. It's just, just crazy disrespectful. And, and I was, yeah. it was insulting. And I was on Aaron's side for how he reacted to that. I would have been worse. So I, I didn't think that that was the right move. But now that you have him and you, you traded up to get him, like you yeah. invested in this situation, and yeah. Aaron's struggling the way that he is, I, I think you have to consider it. You know, it's fascinating. I want to revisit. We don't have time for it now. I want to revisit if the Packers made the wrong move by drafting Jordan Love. Why? Because mm. I think about how Aaron Rodgers started in his third year. Jordan Love going into his third year. In the event Aaron Rodgers is done or has a little more juice left in the squeeze, the Packers don't have to go use a first-round pick now on a quarterback this upcoming draft. Yeah. In theory, they have one who's had two years of experience learning from Man. one of the most talented of all time. We want, I want to revisit that. Maybe off break, maybe tomorrow. All right, it's time to take care of some family business. Shady, you have some Eagles things. No, no, I just want to address y'all real quick. Y'all too. Y'all been hating all day on my birds. I don't know why, but you know what it is. Undefeated <laughs> Eagles, baby. Just, is this what makes y'all mad? How many flags? Is this what makes y'all mad? Flags is this y'all. what makes you mad? Y'all mad because we undefeated. I know it's yeah, that baby. You see the birds. You see. No danger. Yeah, my bad. You gotta take it, monitor. No more out. hating on us, dog. You see us? Are you going to the Eagles Cowboys game? Always. Oh, I'm, I'm in there. I will be. And I'm be Eagles jeweled Cowboys. up. Hey, what?